I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin. And this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Welcome to Inside Cajun Nation. Tonight, a former Cajun finds a new home, plus golf prepares for the postseason. But we'll start with the raging Cajun softball team. I'm sorry, the 2023 Sun Belt Tournament champion raging Cajun softball team. For the fourth year in a row, Louisiana reigns as tourney champs. That'll go nicely with their regular season championship as well. Lauren Allred's solo shot in the fourth was the solo run in the title game. Pitcher Sam Landry was named most outstanding player of the tournament. She had two complete games, allowing only one run and striking out 18. She, Jordan Campbell, and Maddie Hayden were named to the all-tournament team. The win pushes the Cajun win streak to 12. Here's Allred and Landry after head coach Jerry Glasgow. Really proud. It's been a long year. It's been a, a, any college season. It's a, it's long and it's an endurance race, and you have to make a lot of sacrifices individually as a team. And everybody in their dugout has made sacrifices at some point in the season. You know, we got some really key players, really good players, taking roles, uh, specialist roles to help us be better in a big moment. And sacrifice of all those kids so important. So my first at bat, I had gotten all outside, so I'm already crowded the plate. I was expecting her to come inside on me just because, just as like a catch you off guard type of moment. So I was ready for that pitch, and then she happened to throw it there. I think our pitching staff is amazing. I think the support they showed me today was absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, I think I think a lot of teams will see what we did this weekend. This wasn't an easy tournament. It was a really this was if you go back and you look at the South Isle scores, this was a lot tougher tournament than what we've been in in the past. So I think that's good too. And, and I will say this: we saw great pitching. You know, when you saw you see Mullins from Texas State, and you see uh, Nesby from uh, Nestor from Marshall, those are NCA pitchers. And so that was really good. And that's what I like about the single elimination format. It's going to make people throw their ace. And that really helps us going into the NCAA tournament. Now with the tournament championship comes an automatic bid. Cajuns waited to see if they hosted or where they were headed. Here's the announcement. There was the reaction when Louisiana found out that they were heading to the LSU Regional. The Tigers, the 10th overall seed. Cajuns' first game would be against Omaha on Friday. Coach Glasgow and senior Carly Heath offer their thoughts. We weren't necessarily disappointed. We kind of felt like, honestly, it was a stab in the back to us having a heart. A high RPIs we did. They saw the, you know, extra inning softball, D1 softball, softball America. Everybody had them hosting, so they thought they had earned the right to host. But, you know, it's it's a, there's probably 20, 22 teams. There's a lot of parity between 10 and 22. If in those last six spots, I think it was probably hard for the committee. Uh, but I do think this is going to LSU is only our way. Our fans are going to be there. Um, I do think that LSU, us playing at LSU, we beat them once, they beat us. So I think it's going to be good competition, and I think it. I think I don't think we could have picked up an easier draw. I'm excited about it. I think it's great, and they are too. They know they know the path in front of us is really, you know, we've got 16. You got to go to Oklahoma, 
And if you got uh, the path we've got, you've got to go to LSU with Omaha. And then if you get through that, you've got to go to Washington. And so it's a good path um, to go to if you're us. And, and, and you know what, if you're not at home, it's as close to being a home field as you can be. We walked in that locker room and uh, sat down for a meeting and you can just tell that everybody, everybody wants to play right now. We want to play, we want to play right now, we want to play LSU. Um, we're glad that it's at LSU and uh, we're just, we're ready to play. Now before we head too far, look too far ahead into the NCAA tournament, some Cajuns stood out in the regular season, got recognition for it. That includes Sun Belt Play of the Year, you just heard her, Carly Heath. In the regular season, Heath led Louisiana in runs, 49, extra base hits, 24, home runs, 14, RBI, 43, and total bases with 107. Along with that, Heath pitched 36 innings with 38 strikeouts. Other Sun Belt recognition, Lauren Allred made it to the Sun Belt first team. Pitchers Megan Shoreman and Sam Landry, along with catcher Sophie Piscos and shortstop Alexis, Alexa Langliers, each received a spot on the all Sun Belt second team. One other Cajun received Sunbelt recognition in the regular season. She not only made the all Sunbelt first team, but she was named Sunbelt freshman of the year. That would be Maya Davis. Cajun outfielder Maya Davis knew at an early age that she was quicker than most. The first time that I realized I was fast was Probably on the playground when I would race all the boys and beat everybody. <laughs> How many times in tag were you actually caught? Never. <laughs> Softball was not the first sport where Davis showed off her speed. The first sport I got into was soccer when I was like, I don't know, really young. I was actually good at it because I was real fast. In softball this year, she has over 40 stolen bases this season. And when Davis is on base, she's looking to take another one. Um, that's normally the goal. He'll give me the sign, or if I feel comfortable, I go. Davis explains, a good base runner uses more than their legs. Being smart, just knowing, like, having, like, smart softball IQ, knowing when to tag and stuff, and if the ball's in the dirt, you go, or like going on a changeup. And as far as getting faster, Davis offers this tip. Um, probably lift weights and stuff, get some muscles. Now she says that she recognizes other speed merchants in her sport. That includes players from Texas and in Duke. Coming up on Inside Cajun Nation, Trey Amos enters the transfer portal. We'll tell you where Trey is taking his talents. This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling. And welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. Let's move on to baseball. While softball was taking care of business over in Lampson, the baseball team welcomed Texas State to the Teagues. The Cajuns took care of the Bobcats in a three-game sweep. Game one saw pitcher Jackson Nezu deal seven strikeouts, a 7-3 win. Saturday, Louisiana put up the first nine runs on the board. Two came off of a dropped fly ball, 9-5 winners there. Then in the finale, the Cajuns were down three early, but got a lead after a six-run inning. All six of those runs came with the bases loaded and with two outs. They won that one 8-3. The Cajuns play at Southern Miss to wrap up 
the regular season. A former Raging Cajun found his new home. Trey Amos took a trip to Tuscaloosa last weekend. He liked it. While at Louisiana last season, he recorded 35 total tackles in 11 games. Amos posted a team-high eight pass breakups last fall and entered the portal on April 30th. He's reportedly one of two secondary targets by head coach Nick Saban. Louisiana golf is headed to the NCAAs. Next up on Inside Cajun Nation, sports director George Faust talks with head coach Theo Sliman. Hi, hello, and welcome to Inside Cajun Nation, and thanks for staying with us on this Sunday night. And uh, we are honored to be joined by Theo Sliman. I think, uh, Coach, you are... Uh, you've had the most appearances on Inside Cajun Nation in the five and a half years we've done this show. Oh, I think I think you're up there. Man, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. that. That's, That's because of you. Uh, well, you know, uh, uh, I guess so. And and and, and the, res the, the, res the the reciprocation of hey, I need to. Can you come on? Absolutely. Okay. Good. Let's do it. So, but uh, saying all of that. We're saying thank you for coming on, and well, now, now you guys are in the midst of something big, and, and it's it's exciting, an exciting time for golf because you guys are getting ready for the NCAA regionals. Uh, you're headed to Norman, Oklahoma. Let's let's go back uh, to to the selection show. You guys obviously win the Sun Belt. That was exciting. We talked about that. Uh, then you get another. It, it's kind of like riding a high wave right now, where you get to see the the fruits of your labor. And it comes in in the form of a selection show where, you know, you get to be celebrated and you get to see those uh, reward your kids like, and they get to see, hey, our names gets get, gets called and we get to go continue to play at a high level. Yeah, it was a special, special day, uh, awesome event that, you know, Oakbourne put on Jeff D'Amico and, and Matt Smith and our Vermilion Lynx board, you know, immediately when we won conference said we want to be a part of this selection show. And uh, I didn't anticipate having that many show up, uh, but it was pretty, it was pretty cool. It was, uh, you know, uh, had over 100 people come and support us, which shows, uh, shows with this program and, and the community how much they love to see their Raging Cajuns perform at high levels. And then, uh, then it was obviously extremely uh, neat for me to watch you guys as the media. Yeah. Uh, you know, grab some of the boys and, and they, they didn't know it was coming. And, <laughs> Uh, I grabbed a couple of them after, and you you have young kids, so you 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 know this show, you know Cars, right? And you know Lightning McQueen when yeah. the, when the media would just swarm Lightning McQueen, I said, boys, y'all felt like Lightning McQueen? <laughs> yeah, coach. Good <laughs> child. Uh, yeah, good child. There you go. But uh, no, it was an it was an awesome, awesome evening uh, or day lunch uh, yeah. there at Oakbourne, and yeah. and and uh, really appreciative of the support. And you referenced that uh, that wave. Uh, yeah, we do. We feel like we're on a wave, and I get tell you what, I'm not ready to get off that surfboard. Sure, uh, absolutely. So, and, and so here's what's happening. I mean, uh, look, on Monday you'll head to uh, Norman, Oklahoma. I guess before then, <laughs> probably uh, to get ready uh, for for the event. Uh, take us through the situation. You guys are headed uh, to the Norman Regional uh, and the Norman site and Oklahoma, and so. What's your itinerary like? I mean, do you leave Sunday? Do you leave Monday? When do you guys play? Do you know all that yet? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. I, and, and we're very lucky. We actually had exams a week kind of early. Oh, okay. Um, I guess the one 
the one disappointing thing uh, about here this weekend leaving is I'm unfortunately going to miss seeing uh, one of our seniors graduate. Mm. Um, but he did. He, he called and said, Coach, there's no better excuse than going to a, a Norman uh, to, to NCAA regionals. But yeah, uh, yeah. So we had exams a week early, which is nice. It gave us this whole week as a team to, to practice and play by ourselves. Uh, without the stress of school where a couple of, a couple of schools will be finishing up exams this week. I, I, I'm glad we're not. <laughs> but um, I'm, we're going to travel a little uniquely different than normal. Um, I'm going to drive tomorrow, Friday, by uh -huh. myself. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the van uh, so that we have our van there. Yeah, sure. And then we'll fly the boys up uh, Saturday, um, fly them up. And then we also have uh, a young lady from the Sports Information traveling with us. Uh, she's going to kind of do some videos. So if you're on social media and in RagingCajuns.com, you'll see a lot of a lot of video and pictures that she's going to be. And she she does an absolute great job with it. So excited to have that uh, that feature. And Sunday we can't get on the course until Sunday, and that's across all six regionals. Or that's the NCAA, that's the NCAA yeah. rule. Yeah. So um, we'll shotgun format as well for every region for a practice round. And then they're pretty strict. Five o'clock, practice facilities close, get off property, um, <laughs> which is a good thing because, you know, they, they can, guy, these college teams can overdo it at times. And, yeah. and, 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 and I said it earlier that, you know, the, the message for this team is to going to be to be prepared, which feel that we've done a great job of preparing them. But uh, B.J. Duplantis taught us a lot at, at conference. I was going to bring him up. BJ, I wasn't going to do it yet, but we'll, I was going to bring we'll, him up. We'll, we'll talk further, but B.J. Duplantis did a great job, so I want to continue that yeah. you know, looseness with him yeah. and have, let him have fun. You know, yeah, it, the mindset needs to be, hey, how they say it, kind of playing on house money. Yeah, know? yeah. All right. But then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, uh, 54 holes, 18, 18, 18, uh, stroke play. We're the 12th seed, so we're playing with UNCW, I believe, and Kansas. Okay. Who's the 11th and 10th seed? Okay. Um, and, and so, so you just have to. I mean, you're trying to shoot the best you can, but are you try? Speaking of who you play, are you just trying to beat those teams? No, no. And you're, no, you're trying to beat everybody. In it's the like region. your normal, your normal college event. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so you're trying to win everything. It's you, it, you're just paired with 50, a, a group. 54 holes, five players. Okay. Count the low four rounds every every day, just like the Louisiana Classic. Gotcha. Okay. And then the top, there's six regions, you know, two in the west, two in the central, two in the east. Okay. And then each, depending on how many individuals are there, you have 13 to 14 schools. Half the regions have 13 schools with 10 individuals. Half the regions have 14 schools with five individuals gotcha. at those region, at their region. And the low five teams from each region advance on to nationals, along with the low individual non team advancing gotcha makes sense yeah i, I actually it does it can, I, I it can do be understand a little, it, it can it, be a little confusing if you know? you're not familiar with it i think it can it, it, it can it's, be. but i, I kind of i've been around it a lot. so what time. cajun nation's <laughs> looking for <laughs> what we're looking for is by wednesday at 3 p.m yeah we want to see the raging cajuns in the top five of this field that's we're, it if we're in the top five of this field uh it it's we're staying on that surfboard we were talking about. that's right sure enough don't go anywhere. We're coming back. We're going to talk some more with uh, head coach Theo Sliman of the Raging Cajun golf team. Uh, they're headed to the NCAA regionals, Norman, Oklahoma region, and uh, we're going to talk more about that. We're going to get into some specifics uh, of, uh, of the players and, and who he expects to do well, although, as we've talked about, that doesn't always <laughs> pan out the way you think it will. Anyway, we're coming back. 
right here on Inside Cajun Nation. Don't go away. We're back in 90 seconds. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. George Faust here. University of Louisiana head golf coach Theo Sliman right there coach uh, I, w I was a little joking about that you've been this is the you've been on the most but I, I I'm going through my head you know I, I don't think Billy Napier came on a whole lot just a couple of times mm -hmm. I've I kind of featured him a couple of times too but uh, coach Des has been here a few times but I think longevity wise you're the coach that's been here the longest so I think there's been some turnover so you got I think you have the Coach Glasgow's been on a bunch. Coach Deggs on a bunch. Mm -hmm. uh, I know Coach when Coach Robichaud was alive, he he, yeah, he came was, on a yeah. bunch too. So, uh, but but you're 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 it. You're the standard. Well, <laughs> I guess we need to make a competition in our head coaching meetings. There, there, that's it. Uh, who, who can get to Cajun Nation uh, the and most? Then, and then we'll have Bragan, Br yeah. Brian Maggard have some type of oh, bonus, he's been on, bonus yeah, right, right, right. at the end of whatever right. coach. Well, has he's most. been on it a few times yes. too. So, uh, but we do appreciate you stopping by and chatting. I know you got a lot on your plate with the regionals, and we were talking about how it all kind of works and kind of go into that for me a little bit about uh, what what's the uh, the the setup and how does it how do, how does it all shake out when you get to Norman and all that good stuff? Okay, yeah, well, there's there's 81 schools that advance to regionals, and there's six regionals, two in the West, Central, and East, and then the low five teams advance on from each region. So that would be 30 teams advancing on to nationals. There's no super regional like baseball, gotcha. and, and softball. You go straight from regionals to nationals, which nationals is at Great Hawk Golf Club in Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, end of the month, early June. Um, but no, it's it's just it, it's a how to answer what goes on at Norman. It's like a normal college event that sure. the guys are used to. Uh, mm -hmm. The only thing different is they're going to see the NCAA uh, logo a little bit more. Right. Um, you know, uh, they'll see maybe limited um, access to certain areas for the regular fans. Where that kind of they have to have a little badge or something as a player to get into. But I will give credit to our Sun Belt Conference. Um, they've really, over the years, have really amped up our, co our conference championship mm -hmm. uh, with a lot of that type of stuff. Right. Uh, we see it at the Classics, right? You, yeah, you've been yeah, a part yeah. of the Classics. The Classics is the, is the I don't want to selfishly say this, it's the, <laughs> best, the best tournament in, 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 in college. But we have a lot of that signage, a lot of that ambience. Yeah. Where the, the some to make it feel like it's something other than just just go and play golf yeah, right in a tournament. Right. I understand. Um, and so the, the conference office really did a great job this year in the past years of a lot of signage, yeah. limited access. You had to have a badge and whatnot. So my point is, is that you know hopefully that transpires into the guys kind of feeling, you know, hey, there's nothing nothing different about this event. Right. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's a it's a 54 hole stroke play. Just like every other event, you pair your boys, you know, five through one. They're paired with two other schools. After each round, they will repair re in order of the leaderboard. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, one, one practice round only, 18, 18, 18. Um, get after it. And, and, and so uh, you get there, you, you have these, you know, you have in your mind the expectation of, of, of what maybe uh, – you're gonna you're gonna do you'll put you know him here him here they, we'll see what happens and then they play it out and I think uh, you know uh, you expected a lot from uh, some certain guys on your team one of those guys being Charlie mm -hmm. uh, Charlie Flynn he, he he was 
he was instrumental in winning the Sun Belt Championship, but Boy, was it, took a, it took it. <laughs> It took an interesting ride, though, right? I mean, he wasn't exactly the most uh, focused at one point. And, and to bring BJ back into it, he's he, he kind of was a guy who who kind of helped him yeah. helped him along, but helped everybody along. But Absolutely. BJ told me the story, and I yeah. I was like, well, you're just the the golf whisperer. Man. He is, yeah. <laughs> no, BJ's was BJ's very instrumental with all of our student athletes, not only the the golf team, but he behind the scenes you know and he he those boys they work out three days a week uh, a lot of them pop in and bj's checking in on them and and absolutely you know um yeah charlie's charlie's a young man that you know i couldn't i couldn't give up on yeah. george i couldn't and, and there was times that absolutely uh, had a, every i would have been perfectly within my lane to to say son it's time for you to move on and, and maybe go somewhere else right and, and i just the, call it the heart, the, the conscience, the little tug just said, man, you know, you're not done with this boy. You're not done with him. Mm-hmm. And BJ, about probably a month and a half ago, uh, had a good chat, uh, from what I understand. Um, Charlie never gave me the full details of it, but I think uh, that, along with Charlie and I, kind of had some knock, knock down, butted some heads in the springtime that, you know, we had some good drag out conversations. And then shortly after Brian Sonia came and chatted with the team, one of the boys that was locked in in that meeting was Charlie to Brian. Mm. And the next day we go out to practice at, at Le Triumph and Andy says, man, Andy Sheets, our, mm-hmm. our yeah. volunteer assistant, assistant yeah. who's a rock star, and, and he deserves a lot of credit too uh, in many ways. But he says, man, I'm just letting Charlie do his thing. He's locked in. And sure enough, I mean, Charlie, for the, the, the week and a half leading up to conference, had a, he was just locked in. You know, you, yeah. could see, you saw a maturity. You saw a, a man amongst boys. And it was a guy that's what I've been trying to tell him for five years and but hitting my head up against the wall. You know, and I, and I told Charlie throughout his career, you know, we'd obviously have conflicts upon conflicts. And I said, son, do you want to be the guy that people miss when you're gone? Or do you want to be the guy that people are relieved you're gone? And he looked at me. And I think he finally got it. Yeah. And he is certainly going to be missed and remembered. Uh, another thing we've always said: leave your legacy, leave your legacy. And he made he he made that put, the, the final putt. Danny Jones had a great call, knew it the minute he hit it, and uh, he made the final putt, to final hole of the final match to win win the conference championship. And I do, I do hope and feel that we're going to see some good stuff out of him in, in this region. Um, He's done with school. There's no pressure there. Uh, he's wanting to wanting to try to give the next level a challenge. This is this is the best of the best in college, which uh, will give him a great opportunity for a little taste of what what the next level is going to be. Sure. Um, but I, I believe in all of them. I think uh, I think all of them can gel really nicely. They seem to be gelling really nicely. That wave of confidence is still pushing, and, and going back repeating, we're not ready to get off that surfboard. That's right. It doesn't end yet. Uh, Monday, you guys will be headed to to play a little more golf. You still got you got some golf left in you, Coach. Thanks so much for the time. Thank you. Best of luck as you as you move forward here. And uh, hey, look, just laying the foundation right here. Is <laughs> <laughs> laying it down. All right, that's Coach Theo Sliman. He's in on Cajun Nation, and we appreciate you staying up with us and watching Inside Cajun Nation right here on KLFY. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time on Inside Cajun Nation.